What's up, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Dr. Joey Kramer podcast. I am your host, Dr. Joey Kramer, and this is a podcast about health. Health is not merely the absence of disease or infirmaries. It is a complete state of well-being. What's up, everybody? It has been a few weeks since I have recorded a podcast. Um, I have been spending a lot of time in reflection, a lot of time in content creation over on our Hope Health Secrets group on Facebook. And as a result, I have been negligent of my podcast. You know, I was looking at some services that would take the video content and transfer them over into an audio piece so I could just upload them as a podcast. But I figured that would be a disservice to you, my audience, who listens to us on the podcast content. However, if you are one of my listeners and you would like to be a part of our Hope Health Secrets group, would you please friend request me on Facebook and let me know with a message that you want to join our group and we'll be happy to add you in there. Today's topic is one that is very, very um, present in the media today, and it is a topic that is coming up very, very quickly, and it is the concept of a New Year's resolution. You see, typically I find that the time frame between the celebration of Christmas with all the preparation that goes into the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then the preparation from Christmas to New Year's Day is a really awkward moment for us. It's an awkward moment because for half of us, many of us are still celebrating Christmas. You know, if you are Catholic, you have another 12 days of this to till we have the Epiphany. And even then, you can carry this into the uh, February 2nd to continually celebrate um, this time, you know, the birth of Christ. Many of us are still are still celebrating parties. Some of us are having, you know, socially distant Christmases in which we're celebrating spaced out with each one of our family members. Others of us are still celebrating with parties. Um, some of us are working on reflecting. Some of us are working on opportunity. However, for another percentage of us, this is a time of burnout. For many of you, you've been running all gas in the fourth quarter, and this last week is your only week of taking a break. Some of you are suffering because of financial loss. Maybe it's a job loss. Maybe it's a change in your financial situation. Maybe it is a change in your family. Maybe you lost a family member. Maybe you had to navigate um, just some challenges. And for others, we have anticipation of what is to come. And that in itself can cause a lot of anxiety. However, what I often find is that during this time of season, during this time that, you know, the days between Christmas Day and New Year's Day, many of us are distracted by the most effective devil in America, which is the media, right? That's a good acronym for them. And it causes us to think that we need to make some massive change in our life between now and this upcoming Saturday, that we need to make a change in which we, you know, join the bandwagon, we make some resolutions, and we decide that we're this, you know, 2021 is going to be my year, right? And then on January 1st, Facebook casually reminds all of you that you said 2020 was going to be your year also. And we all know how that went, right? 
nine months of this shit and we're still stuck in it, right? We're still trying to figure out how to break through, how to have some courage, how to no longer operate in fear, right? For many of us, we're thinking the vaccine is going to be the savior. For 70% of America, they're not going to take it. For most of us, we're asking, when do the masks go away? Well, they go away when you decide they go away. When do businesses open up? They open up when you decide to open your business. When do people engage in social life and community and fellowship and spending time smiling, hugging, loving one another? That all changes when you say enough is enough and you decide to make that change. That's my little rant on 2020. However, with 2021, we're looking at it with this anticipation of really trying to understand what are we going to do different this next year that will maybe help move us closer to our dreams, our aspirations, to the opportunities that we hope to see transform in our life. And so what I typically see is that when we try to make these massive changes, when we try to all of a sudden jump on the bandwagon of society, we all fail. And for many of you, you fall apart by the second week of January. It is an absolute terrible strategy. It is one that doesn't have any merit because you haven't done a proper evaluation of where you are in your life right now. You haven't looked at what your goals are. You haven't evaluated what opportunity is in front of you. And you don't really have a foundation for really setting up or navigating what a resolution would even look like. For some of us, we're like, oh, I'm just going to stop eating chocolate or I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Maybe if this is the year that I, you know, I get a big bonus. Maybe this is the year that our business grows by X percentage, right? We have all these dreams. We have all these aspirations, but our aspirations. But what I find is that many of you do not have the framework to begin this process of self-evaluation to see, one, where do I have opportunity to grow? Two, what can I stop doing? And three, how can I win 2021? And so what I like to do today is I want to take you on a dive into the four steps to winning 2021. And this is a framework that I use for my own life on a weekly basis to really anticipate or to really reflect on where am I today, where am I going tomorrow, and what are my goals uh, that are my habits that will help me get there. And so what I do is I start with evaluating the pillars of my life, right? And so for many of you, you've heard me talk about this in many different facets, but I have five pillars that I evaluate continually with really my quality of life and where I am. I start with looking at it from the standpoint of this. Number one, spiritual. Number two, emotional. Number three, physical number four, financial, and number five, personal. Each one of these pillars makes up something of my life, and it is a, a five-legged stool you could use that supports me and helps me become the best version of myself. It is my macro presentation. It is the Joey Kramer that you encounter on a day-to-day -day basis. Nothing more than five areas of my life that I work on consistently that allow me to show up and be the best version of myself. So what steps do I have in place for evaluating the habits surrounding these five pillars? 
so that I myself can win 2021. And hopefully this is something that you will learn to do in your own life. Your five pillars may be different. Maybe you have four pillars. Maybe you have three. But I would suggest that you have no more than five because it can become overwhelming. But what we do is we set up this framework and it starts like this. Step number one, I ask myself first, what do I want to change in each one of these pillars? Maybe there's something that I need to do spiritually. Maybe my emotional state is actually really well right now. Maybe I want to make some changes physically, right? Maybe I need to lose about 20 pounds. Maybe I want to gain some weight. What do I need to do financially? How can I pay off more debt? What can I do to set up long-term investments? You know, my kids are going to want to go to school one day. How am I affording to pay for them? How am I going to, you know, make sure that my wife and I have enough funds when we decide to stop this thing called work and we can enjoy retirement, right? So today I'm going to go into it with the idea of personal. And I ask myself first, step one, what do I want to see change in my personal life? And what I want to see change is my intentionally, as our, let me rephrase that for you. What do I want to focus on in 2021 is the relationship that I have with my wife. And what I want to be able to do is to be more intentional with the time I have available with her. Okay. So that's why I want to change in 2021. Then I ask myself, why does this even matter to me? Well, it's really simple. I desire human connection, right? I am in the health field and in my office, I spend a lot of time working with people on their life, right? Many people think a chiropractor just moves a bone, right? They would say the metaphorical God moves or I move the bone. God does the healing. Come on in. Let's get you cracked. Here we go. A healthy nervous system is a healthy body, right? But what we find is that many of you are carrying weight. You're carrying a baggage. You have some area of life that you need help with outside the realm of just receiving the adjustment, right? We are spiritual beings inside a physical body. And so that allows us to explore deeper this connection, right? And so I really desire deeper connection with my wife. And oftentimes what I find is that when I leave my office, I am dead from really spending a lot of my emotional energy working with patients asking them questions, giving them guidance, helping them navigate problems that they have in their life. And as a result, when I get home, I am not on point. I am distracted. I'm not focused. I want to go sit on the couch. I want to have a glass of whiskey and I want to turn on the Nintendo Switch and play Mario for four hours, right? And as a result, my relationship with my wife falls apart. And so step number two when I ask myself, why does this even matter? It matters to me because my wife is the most important person in my life. And I want to be able to share that connection with her. I want to be able to grow with her. And as it is in my belief, it's my job to help her become the best version of herself, just like it's her job to help me become the best version of myself. That's how marriage works. Our goal is to help each other show up as the best version of themselves. And I can't do that if I'm distracted. Step number three, I ask myself, what obstacle is keeping me from getting there? Meaning, what obstacle keeps me from having a more intentional relationship with my wife? Well, as I just told you, my obstacle is my job. My obstacle is a story that I created about my job and that I deserve to get home, to kick my feet up, 
and to do absolutely nothing for the next four hours while she slaves away and takes care of the kids and puts them to bed. That's not an option. That's a false story that I created. That's something that the most effective devil in America would have you believe. That's something that sitcom, mainstream media, and all this nonsense would show of the typical 2020 male, right? And I can't have that. So my obstacle is my own story. And as a result, I have to change my paradigm. I have to change my story. I have to decide to show up as a lion and not as a sheep, right? That's the choice that I have to make. So step number four becomes asking myself the question, how committed am I to making this change? Well, I give myself a 10 on that. But is it a real 10? Because if I show up as a one or a two, that's just another New Year's resolution, which as we know is something I'm going to quit. And by mid-January, I'm going to be back to kicking my feet up, sitting on the couch, wanting to play Switch, and not spending intentional time with my wife. So those four steps are very, very simple for you. First, you start with acknowledging your pillars, and you do a little assessment, and you ask yourself, what do I want to change in each one of these pillars? Second, you ask yourself, why does this even matter to you? Third, what obstacle is keeping you from achieving that goal? And fourth, how committed are you to making this change? So what these steps do is they lay the foundation for where you want to go and for planning in the time frame that you have right now between Christmas and New Year's. And when you have this foundation, what you can do is you begin to evaluate your habits that you have on a day-to-day basis that and see what are these habits doing that help me move closer to the ultimate goal that I have. And then what do you do after that? It's very, very easy. You set up a 30, a reoccurring 30-day date with yourself in which you sit down and you see how well the habits you have created are helping you move closer to or further away from your goal, right? And on day 30, you redo that process I just laid the framework for. On day 60, you do that process again. On day 90, on day 120, on day 150, on day 180. And pretty soon what you find out is that when you set up these dates of reflection, you are actually having more intimate conversation with yourself about what habits you have, how well they are serving you, and if this is actually the best strategy for achieving the goal that you want. So what I see in today's day and age is a lack of commitment to the habits that you create for yourself. And sometimes you need a little kick in the ass to wake you up and let you realize that maybe it's not just a big resolution. Maybe it's a slight change in the micro habits of your day-to-day life that will help you compound the micro actions or micro disciplines or micro habits into a macro presentation of the best version of who you want to be. You see, in my opinion, New Year's resolutions aren't all they're cracked up to be, but habits are. Habits define you. Habits are how you show up. Habits are what let us know that you are either a committed person or you're weak as wet toilet paper, right? So my understanding of the human persona has grown and my understanding of my own self has grown in the year of 2020. And what I have learned is that I need to be consistent in reflecting on my habits. It's not making resolutions. 
It's making small changes over time that have the greater impact on how I show up for you. So, in 2021, will your habits lead you closer to or further from your goals? You are the only one who can answer that.